Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release a Podcast, where our models letting go of things that hold you back. I'm Cynthia Haynes. I'm still Harold Weaver. And so, I want to give out an apology for missing last week's um, episode. There's a lot of things going on. We just never was able to connect. Um, the other thing is that this week, I plan on posting this one earlier, so you're hearing it a day before. So that way you would have it for the day before Thanksgiving and as, as well on Thanksgiving. And so um, the what I'm talk what I want to talk about um, is uh, something, I guess, close to me. And um, you just mess me up. And so the title is taking one small step at a time. One small step at a time. This came about because, of course, the holidays are coming up. It's Thanksgiving, and then right after Thanksgiving, it's December. And this time of uh, year, not for everybody, but for some people, it's tough because they don't have their loved ones. They don't have their friends. They could have lost a job. Any type of loss that happened that would um, take them out of the spirit of the holidays, which is Thanksgiving and then uh, Christmas. So I'm going to come from the passage of John 11, 38 through 44, which says that, so Jesus again, deeply moved within to the point of anger, approached the tomb. It was a cave and a boulder was lying against it to cover the entrance. And Jesus uh, took away the stone Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will have been offensive odor, for he has been dead for, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe in me, you will see the glory of God? And then so they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes toward heaven and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know I knew that you always hear me and listen to me, but I have said this because of the people standing around so they may believe that you have sent me. When he had said this, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Out came the man who had been dead. His hands and feet were tightly wound in burial clothes and he with a a cloth wrapped around his face Jesus said to them unwrap him and release him and so I came from this passage because it shows that Jesus even experienced emotions Jesus was upset that this was a dear friend to him he was a uh, uh, close with this family and his friend had died the, there's another passage that reads um saying that Jesus wept so I brought that up to say that Grieving is something that we all um, need to experience and need to go through it the proper way. And what happens is that because you've lost this person, it, it can make you become bitter. It can make you become isolated. And when you do that, what it's doing is robbing you of a time that you can be with family members that are around or it's a time that you can be with friends that you still do have. And so... I wanted to come and give you some encouragement to say that if Jesus wept, if Jesus could be angry, then who are we to say that we can't? And I just want to let you know that uh, you need to let your grieving process 
um, happen because even though you're thinking you're stopping it, you think you're controlling it, you're not. And you're allowing grief to control you. And you're allowing grief to steal the memories that you could be focusing on so that you can have that still have special moments with your loved ones or at least thinking about your loved ones. Harold? Um, I think that um, this was a, um, a perfect opportunity to talk about this subject, even though um, we didn't struggle, but we questioned how we was going to have this podcast, being that we missed last week, being that we're this close to the holiday. So I want to thank you for that. At the same time, um, speak my piece on this topic. Um, for all of you out there that have, like Cynthia said, lost a loved one, lost anything more important to you than anything else, this is the time to take the time to think about something good. Think about something happy. Think about something that has brought you joy in the past and that can still bring you joy in the present. It doesn't have to be a bad time. I know, once again, it's easier said than done. And I know that there's people out there that these are the times that they dread because of times that have happened during these times that they regret or that if they could take back, they would get back. But this is also a time where you can put those things to the side. You just can't do it by yourself. That's the key. You just can't do it by yourself. And like Cynthia say, how, how do we end up trying to do it by ourselves? By isolating ourselves. But these are options. These are choices. These are decisions that we don't have to make on our own not to be isolated. Not to choose to be depressed. Not to choose to just ignore the holidays altogether. We don't have to do this on our own. We don't have to deal with it on our own. These are what family members and friends are for. You just don't. I'm not going to say you don't. But some people just don't think of it that way. And this is where we come from every week. Again, to give people other angles and other thoughts that they didn't think on their own. Other things to do. Other things to see, feel, hear that they might and can't do on their own. That's the difference. There's nothing wrong with reaching out and looking for help. There's nothing wrong with reaching out and, and, and seeking what you can do differently than what you've been doing every time of this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Let this be the year that you do something different that you don't regret again another holiday of depression, mm-hmm. hmm? of sickness, of hurt, of grief. Let this be that year that you do something different. So you can think something different. So you can feel different from what you've been feeling every other year. Not to mention we still have children. We still as um, adults or role models to somebody. Even with our individual internal grief, we're still a role model to somebody. So if it doesn't matter anymore to you, you have to find it in yourself for it to still matter to someone else. Because, again, God left us. God's keeping us still here for a reason, for a purpose. And if you never know what it is, just know this. You're still here for it. And even if you don't see it, somebody else does. Even if you don't feel it, somebody else does. If you're a parent, then you already know what I'm talking about. If you're a mentor, then you already know what I'm talking about. And if you have been one, then just think back how it felt. Start there. Think back how it felt to feel good about something and let that override what you've been feeling or how you're feeling right now because of the holidays. Just do something different and watch what happens. But back to the topic at hand, what we want to do this week again is make up for last week 
but also talk about the holidays and how they do not have to be a bad time for those that it has been. And the ways and different ways that you can go about making it a better, a better holiday than it's been. You do that. You deserve that because you're still here to have that. So just reach out. Call somebody you never called before. Call somebody you haven't called in a long time, whether it's a friend, a family member, whoever. Go somewhere you haven't been in a long time. Just think back. Go back to some good times and bring them forward to today and watch what happens next. Come on, Sam. Yeah, and so um, I was thinking because um, this tomorrow, actually, for uh, Thanksgiving is my daughter's birthday. And I really didn't know how I was going to feel about it because it's been that long. Cause I think if I was like either every four years or every five years, I can't remember. But anyway, this was the first year since her, her death that um, her birthday has come on Thanksgiving holiday. And that's what made this idea or this thought really play out that I wanted to help somebody like Harold said, who is struggling with the holiday. And so this is also going to be the first year for her birthday and the holiday since, ooh, I don't know how long that me and my other two daughters have been together as a family. So it's really uh, a special time for me because I think, you know, I can honestly say that I believe I needed this. So then that way, I'm hoping it's going to bring our bond even closer. So anyway, we're going to all go to the grave site and visit her. And what I what helped me is to learn that, you know, I have to think about the time that God allowed me to have her in my life. That God allowed me to be the mother to someone that was so great to do all the things that she accomplished. And so doing that, it helps me to celebrate her life instead of grieving the loss of her life. And so the other thing that um, we've been known to do, I take my granddaughters, we'll go and have like a balloon release and still same thing is celebrating the life and not sitting back missing the life. Because if you don't allow the grief process to happen, if you don't allow yourself to start having feelings, you can go cold in your heart. You can become uh, numb to any type of um, thing that's nice or great concerning the thing that you miss and that you lost. And so, you know, another thing that you can do that that can help you is do something and honor that person. Like I'm forming a nonprofit in honor of my daughter so that her life can still continue to, to live through not only me, but through my daughters and her and her daughters. And so I'm giving them something. Once I leave, they're going to have this, still in honor of their mom which keeps her mom their moms living so that's the one thing that grief can't do it can't rob you of your experiences it can't remind it can't rob you of your memories of your loved ones that have gone and and to be either be with the, you know be with the lord however you believe but you still have that that you can fall back on to help you make it and the other thing i want to say before i pass as a hero is that I know that if my daughter was here, I know that I'm going to say I know that for a fact, if your loved ones was here, they would tell you to live. 
to keep on living your life because you have other things that's going on. You have other people that are depending on you to keep it moving. You have other things that you can experience from the ones that you still have around you to enjoy while you still have them. Because we always say life, you know, life has a cycle. You born, you die. And so what you do in between is your responsibility. You even read my mind. I'm rubbing off. You, I'm rubbing off on you more than I thought. So that was my mindset as well to just remind everyone out there of who you lost and how they would feel and how they're thinking right now. They would want you to carry on. Would they want you to still be in grief? Would they still would they want you to still be in sorrow or would they want you to recognize them? By doing something that they would do with you if they were still here. Just think about the times that you had with this one that you've lost. Just think about the times that you had with anything that you've done that brought you joy. If you think about it enough, you'll be able to do it again. And get that, maybe not that same joy back, but at least get you out of that place that you've been for too long. Let's just talk about loved ones. I guarantee you, if you thought about this, how would they want you to carry on? How would they want you to feel? How would they want you to deal after the time period that has gone by if they were still here? Because in spirit, they are. So they're looking down right now. This is what I want everybody to take back with them after this podcast has homework. They're still in grief. They're still in sorrow. And I'm not, I'm not taking away from what you're missing. But what I am going to give you is a suggestion. Think about that person and what if you're not already. Think about that person and what they would want you to feel right now. How they would want you to act right now. What they would want you to do right now. Even if it's not to recognize them, but to just bring your spirits up. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, whoever this person is, they bought your spirits up. They kept your spirits up. So what would they not why would they not want you to still feel that way if it's possible while they're gone in their favor, in their name, if that's what it takes? Mm-hmm. So my point is this. Yes, there's a grieving process. Yes, you're gonna hurt. Yes, you're gonna miss them. But we don't have to continue to forever. Because I'm telling you, they're up right now in heaven, wishing that we was doing something different. Mm-hmm. Doing something better. Continuing what we still have as life. Knowing that we still have a purpose to still be here. That once we do go home, that we're going to leave someone behind, something behind, to carry on just like they did. No matter how they left us, they still at home. They still left. They still went where we want to go. To heaven. To glory be to God. Come on, Sam. And, um, and this is why, you know, we t- I t- we titled it as One Small Step at a Time because this is not just going to happen overnight. It's a process. You know, that's our favorite word, process. It's a process. But in that process, as I said, you have to allow the grief to um, happen because in, in order for you to get to the other side, you got to go through this grief. It's also a blessing to get through the process. We yes. got to say that as well. It's yeah. not something that we just saying because it can be said. It's an actual blessing to get through the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just ironically, yesterday I spoke to a woman who was calling me about um, some voucher I had, I had, I had earned or gained. And so in the midst of talking to this lady, it came out that she just lost her husband last year. And she said that 
she remember her hus- her husband before she knew he was sick before she knew this was going to happen that he had just one day just asked her would you want to continue to live in this house if something happened to me and she was like what you know why are you asking that question and he said because i know if it was if it was me if you passed before me i wouldn't want be able to stay in the house i would have to sell it and go move somewhere else and so i want you to think about it and he said so if i if something does happen and you don't want to leave the house please have our son to move in with you and she said she never would have imagined that right and that he was prepping her to to for the transition that he was going to be taking and so her thing was is that her son is living with her and and they are you know making it but at the same time she's saying that what helped her also is to know that you know she does have she's a believer and that she does have God helping her and it is tough sometimes but she knows that when she's weak God is made strong in her weakness and so there are times you know you might feel sad and we're not saying don't feel sad. I could tell you there's times that I can just be driving. All of a sudden, the thought of my daughter comes in my head and I might scream that day. But guess what? That's a part of my grieving process. You you have to release so that way you can keep moving forward so that way you can, you know, be what you need to be for yourself and for others that's around you. So all we're saying is that, you know, maybe this holiday that's coming up, make that one step to to answer that phone call when you know it's the loved one calling to say, you know, happy Thanksgiving or they're just checking on you. Yeah. And don't and don't shut people out. Don't do it alone. You I'm sure there's people that want to reach out with you that want to be side by side with you. There's counselors. Reach out to a counselor. But you need to move from there, so I'm sorry, from here, so you can get there. It because you just can't, you know, shut yourself off from the world because the world is gonna is gonna keep on moving and you're gonna fall behind. So I'm challenging you to stand up in your grief and allow your grief to work through you, so you can begin your healing process, so that you can continue to not just uh uh float through life but live in life because somebody's waiting on you and you deserve it you deserve it okay worthy so in closing let's take this holiday and treat it differently let's take this holiday and if it's in you and you have the capabilities and the will let's try to shoot for one of the best ever hmm how about that let's shoot to make this holiday season one of the best ever. If nothing else, shooting for the sky, you will not come up short. Hmm? If you shoot for the sky, you can't come up short. You're definitely going to do and have a better time than you've had before. Just shooting for something that you haven't had before. Making this the best holiday season ever. By all means, just make sure you're safe with it. Make sure it's legal. And don't let what's going on in the world distract you. Hmm? Real talk. This might be our last. We don't know because nothing's guaranteed to nobody. Nobody's exempt from what's going on right now. Trust and believe that. I don't care where you're at, who you are, or what you think. Nothing is guaranteed right now. So why not take now and make it the best now ever? 
that's what I'm asking everybody that's listening or going to hear us later to put their mindset in place. If you are able and willing, and again, you don't have to do it by yourself to say, if you don't know how, that's fine. Somebody do. Somebody do. Somebody's pastor, somebody's mom, somebody's grandma, brother, uncle, friend. Somebody knows how to get you where we all want to be doing this holiday season, making it one of the best ever. I'm going to close right there because I could go on forever because I'm already, I'm already shooting for it. Trust and believe. They about to see a whole different weaver this holiday season. And if it's up to me, I'm going to keep it all the way through the rest of the year. Come on, son. Take us home. So I hope once again that this message touched you in some type of way. It helps you to think about it, you know, what we're saying so that you can start moving forward. Um, so with that being said, you can reach out to us at release at podcast at gmail.com. Give us your comments, your concerns, any topics you want us to talk about. And once again, I'm going to say it again. YouTube is coming. YouTube is coming. And um, yeah, that's not me. It's your turn. And so. Um, oh, OK. And so anyway, he be tripping sometimes. Anyway, we we do hope you have great holidays and uh, enjoy the ones that you still have to enjoy. Um and cl- oh, rate us on the apps. Rate us on the apps. Share, 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 share. Okay, feedback. All right, let's pray. Father God, once again, you do what you always do. You did what you're capable of doing, which is putting us back on time, even though we missed last week. We knew there was a reason behind it. We knew we never failed not getting in, getting and making the time to get it done, that there was a reason behind this. And we got it. We got it. You had us put this together to make up for last week to let everybody know what the topic was going to be to get them through this holiday season. And I have faith in you and I have faith in them that we are going to get through this holiday season like no other. Because what's going on in the world right now is nothing but hatred and distraction. And if we follow your lead, we will end up in the in, in, in the plus. We'll end up forward. We'll end up past it. Better than we were going through it, going through it, following you. I don't want to say anymore because I can I can just go on for the rest of the day. But with that being said, in Jesus name, we hope and pray that everybody hears this. Amen. Amen. Until next week, y'all. Wow.